Hey, Lurid listeners, would you like a free audiobook? Follow us on Twitter at the KMQ, then tag us in a tweet. Tell us which KMQ episode is your favorite, and we'll send you the audiobook of your choice from our Audible library. But you better hurry. Supplies are going fast. Eroticism is important. It influences and energizes our entire human experience. Eroticism isn't sex. It's sexuality transformed by our imaginations. We encourage lurid listeners to cultivate eroticism, to play with it, smack it, and rub it down. We want you to enjoy yourselves, your partners, and your sexuality. You are entitled to your sexual self. Did you know this show is for adults only? I did. I wrote it. (laughs) And it contains erotic stories that sometimes feature provocative characters and intense themes and situations. Mm, Yum. (laughs) Spanning many literary genres, including action adventure, science fiction, romance. Dude, we're amazing. We are kind of amazing. Horror, fantasy, and... Paranormal. Please listen responsibly. And thank you. And thank you. Welcome back to the Kiss Me Quicks Erotica Podcast. This is your favorite sexy librarian, Rose Carraway. And joining me in the studio again is Big Daddy Dave Carraway. Say hey, Big Daddy. <laughs> I'm doing the robot. <laughs> What's up, people? <laughs> that was kind of wet. You're like a wet robot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I am. That's the best kind of thing, a, right? <laughs> that's a story if I ever heard one. <laughs> wet robot. A wet robot. <laughs> All right. Well, today we are sharing another story taken from Coming Soon, Women's Orgasm Erotica, edited by Rachel Kramer Bussell. This story is going to be a little edgy in terms of playing with edging. Mm. Um, I see what you did there. We've got some toys. We've got some texts. We'll have some pictures some video. And what I'm curious about is nipple clamps. She puts on some nipple clamps. We haven't found any yet. That work. That's, that work. That well, are decent. That well, <laughs> all the ones we got are cheap bullshit. Don't oh, yeah, do that. But mind just you, buy I don't the want good like stuff alligator first. teeth thing. Just like, <laughs> like I don't want to lose a nipple, <laughs> but I'd like to play with them a little bit. I have, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, moving on. Um, the power of imagination. The power um, between play partners. It can be quite dynamic. And when you've got one person lying at home in their bed and another one working hard at work, you can get creative. You can have some fun. And this story explores that quite nicely. Indeed. You know what I like about this story mm. is it it's exactly what we preach. It's, it's eroticism personified. Like, mm. that is what they're doing in this story. Mm. And I think that is... It's right on the money for what we're doing. So I just, I think it's terrific. I got a question for you. How, because this story brought this thought to mind. So how much, so you know many of my fantasies. So how much does my fantasy life realm penetrate your mind while you're masturbating? How, like, and that goes for every partner. Like how much does your your partner's imaginative 
you know, things, the details they've told you, like, while they've masturbated, how much does that play whenever you're masturbating in your mind? I'm going to say elements, but I'm not going to say exactly the way you, like, because the way you fantasize Mm -hmm. is very um, story adventure oriented. Mm -hmm. Um, 80s action movies. That's your (laughs) fantasy land, right? Well, so to some degree it does, but it (laughs) doesn't play out the way it does for you. So it's kind of, I get it, you know, but there are elements of the things you talk about that definitely do. Absolutely. alone. Yeah. The abs and the the exposed cleavage alone is fun. Mm -hmm. So there's elements of that that. Yeah, I'll take the core elements of what's woven into these stories, but I'm not necessarily fantasizing in those (laughs) storylines like the way that you but it does affect the way that you fantasize sometimes while mastery. I just find that fascinating. Like, that's how connected people can become. Like, you don't have... Like, it took me a long time to figure out, well, what do I like sexually? Like, it was so obvious, like, where my fantasy mind went. But, um, you know, I found that through learning some of your fantasies, they'll creep in to my head. And I'm like, oh, hey... That's fun. And it's fun because I know you like it. And so that brings me pleasure yeah. too. So it's just a fascinating It's like two sides thing. of the same coin. Like yeah. you are very story-oriented. <laughs> story-oriented. <and>, yeah. <laughs> and I'm very um, scene-oriented, mm-hmm. right? I'm not, there's, no, I don't need a bunch of yeah. motivation and all that stuff to make it all happen. Mm-hmm. And so you kind of take my scenes and roll them into your mm-hmm. storylines. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're a great team. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Well, I think we should just get to the story because these two characters play with that. What's also interesting is there's an element of trans, but it's not directly addressed. So you don't know if this is just in her erotic imagination, which the entire story is within her erotic imagination. So that's interesting. And I like that a lot. Mm -hmm. If you get a feel that it might be something different, um, maybe it is. Um, but I think both characters identify as she. Yeah, no, they definitely do. Uh, just one she, in her erotic fantasy, mm-hmm. has a penis. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, During the fantasy, yeah, right. she's imagining that it's her partner's penis, which I can't tell you how hot that is because I do it myself. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, that's um, that would be amazing. Mm-hmm. You definitely so, have some good penis envy I, over there. I do. I have huge penis envy. <laughs> huge. I mean, like, <laughs> expansive penis envy. <laughs> Yeah. (laughs) So uh, more power to that. Uh, I enjoy it thoroughly. (laughs) That's fun. It is fun. All right, you guys. Here we go. Today's story is Tracing the Edge by Louise Kane. blearily glaring at the sunlight weaseling its way into her bedroom through the slats in the window shades. It couldn't have been later than nine, and on a Saturday, no less. Not that it mattered. When no one was supposed to leave their house, a weekend didn't exactly hold the same weight. Groaning, 
Alex pulled a pillow over her face as her right hand drifted beneath the covers to find her clit. She rubbed lazy circles over her skin as her mind drifted elsewhere. To Bryce. With a quick grin, Alex grabbed her phone. It'd be a waste not to use the early morning sunlight for something. She snapped a picture of her tits, mouth half open in invitation, and sent it to Bryce with the caption, Hope work is fun. Her phone buzzed a few minutes later, and it was Bryce's name on the lock screen. Alex bit her lip as want bloomed in her stomach. She knew Bryce's work schedule well enough to know when to text, and lucky for her, she'd woken up in time to get a reply before Bryce headed into her next virtual appointment. Someone's being naughty this morning. A whimper escaped Alex's lips as she pushed her hips into the mattress, fingers snaking back toward her clit. She was crafting her response when three dots appeared on her screen. Alex quickly deleted the half-written message. There were few things she loved more than the anticipation of finding out what was going through a mind as dirty as hers. Do you want to play a game today, pretty girl? Fuck, breathed Alex, hips moving in a tight circle. Her fingers flew across the screen. Yes, please. Bryce's next text took longer, three dots mocking how eager Alex was to know the game Bryce had thought up for them. Alex's mind ran down its own paths as she waited, but she tried to clear it. She didn't want to spoil the surprise, and she didn't want to be disappointed if she came up with something better. I want you to bring yourself to the edge of coming every hour on the hour. Once you've stopped, send me a picture of that beautifully frustrated face and a description of what you were thinking about to get yourself there. Do a good job and I might let you come today. Understood? Alex bit back a mule, stomach clenching at the command. She should have known better than to think she could come up with something better than Bryce. Alex nodded as she replied. Yes, sir. Good girl. 30 minutes. Her eyes snagged on the time display at the top of her phone screen, 8.30 on the dot. Alex pouted. Now that it was a game, she didn't want to wait to play, so she distracted herself with setting an alarm for every hour on the hour. Her finger hovered over the screen as she struggled to decide how many alarms to set. Bryce hadn't given a timeline, and Alex wasn't sure if it was better to over- or underestimate how long they'd play. With a sudden burst of decisiveness, she turned on an alarm for noon and closed out of the app. Bryce couldn't expect Alex to last longer than that. She might have liked to play, but she wasn't cruel. That done, Alex's attention turned to more immediate needs like the insistent growl low in her belly, reminding her to eat something before starting today's tasks in earnest. Her lips curled into a smile as she swung her bare legs out of bed. Maybe today wasn't going to be boring after all. 9 a.m. Alex slid under the covers and switched on her vibrator just as the digital clock on her phone flipped to 9 o'clock a.m. Perfect. She sighed as the gentle rumble spread over her clit, hips moving in a smooth, easy rotation. 
sucking an index finger. Alex's mind wandered as her skin grew sensitive, the single point of contact reaching down her thighs and up her stomach until it covered her entire body in want. The tension built until she had to pull away the vibrator, giving herself a chance to settle down before pushing further. Alex knew how far past the initial promise of release her edge existed, and it'd be cheating to pretend otherwise, or to act like she didn't play a version of this game every time she got herself off. Alex took her finger out of her mouth and traced a line over the landscape of her body to the area just above her cunt, kneading the flesh until it felt like she'd come from that alone. With a shiver, she turned off the vibrator and let out a long breath. She grabbed her phone and took a picture, smirk firmly in place as the leftover tension of a not-quite-orgasm ebbed from her limbs. Any game worth playing was a game worth winning, after all, and Alex planned to win this one. I thought about you fucking me. Alex sent the message along with the picture and settled back against her headboard to wait for a response. This was her favorite part of their play, being told she'd done well, Bryce's praise driving Alex to please Bryce further. Oh, I think you'll have to do better than that if you want to play this particular game. Alex's cheeks flushed, embarrassment overtaking the endorphins coursing through her body. She bit the inside of her mouth as she typed out a response she hoped would be more to Bryce's liking. We were on the bed. You'd spanked me, and then you were fucking me from behind with your fingers, your other hand shoving my face into the mattress. That's my good girl. See you in an hour. Alex's toes clenched at the praise and the purr she could almost hear through Bryce's text. Blowing out a harsh breath, Alex forced herself to get out of bed. She'd read, wait out the dull throb Bryce's words had reignited, and pretend like she wouldn't regret agreeing to this game before the day was done. Alex checked her phone as she ran up the front steps to her apartment building. 9.58 a.m. She swore her ghost was going to haunt the jerk at the grocery store who went through the self-checkout line with 50 items. Alex let herself into the building's front door and sprinted up the stairs, sticking her key into the lock of her apartment before she'd come to a complete stop. She checked her phone again. 9.59. Shit. She didn't bother with her shirt, just grabbed her vibrator and shimmied out of her pants as fast as she could before hopping onto the couch. Alex clocked the time as the vibrator made contact with her clit and smiled. Ten. Exactly. She'd made it. The tension in her thighs and stomach grew quickly, convinced she'd orgasm this time and ready to be done with it. Alex wouldn't. Couldn't, of course. So she breathed into the steady rhythm of reaching the edge, stepping back and pushing further. She grabbed her hair as the pressure mounted in her core, jerking her head to the side the way Bryce did when she was there. The pain at Alex's scalp and the pleasure in her cunt warred with each other for dominance until they became greater than the sum of their parts and all she could do was moan. As her chest tightened, legs tightened, and ass tightened, Alex dropped her vibrator onto the couch. 
Breathing through her nose, she willed the muscles in her stomach to relax and let the orgasm ebb away without completion. Her body pulsed with need, but all she could give it was the movement of her hips, broad circles meant to soothe rather than inflame. Alex took out her phone, not missing how far away the smirk from an hour ago felt. She bit her lip, putting as much pain and want into the picture as she dared, and snapped the shutter. Maybe if she looked pathetic enough, Bryce would let her come sooner. Alex could hope, at least. She pressed send, and Bryce's response was immediate. Where's my description? Shit! said Alex, brain scrambling to catch up and put words to what she'd thought about. A pit of guilt opened at the bottom of her stomach at the unintended disobedience. I'm sorry, sir. I didn't mean to forget. I was on my hands and knees, sucking your cock while someone else fucked me from behind. I loved watching you watch me get fucked, the way you watched me suck you off. I almost came from how hot it made me. A minute of worry burrowing into her limbs, and then, good girl. I know you wouldn't disobey on purpose. See you at 11. 11.04 a.m. Shit. Shit, shit, shit. Alex checked the time on her phone in disbelief. She must have missed setting the alarm. Of course, she'd magically make it back in time after the grocery store fiasco, only to completely screw up when all she was doing was watching Netflix. Alex bit her tongue, trying to decide what to do as guilt churned in her stomach. It had to be better to complete her task before confessing her screw-up. She'd masturbate now, ask for forgiveness later, and hope her punishment wouldn't be too severe. She jumped into bed, pushing away the guilt nibbling at her edges as she sank into how good it felt to slide her fingers along her clit and dip them into her cunt. Alex pressed harder, dragging pleasure to the surface as she closed her eyes in search of fantasy. Her other hand drifted to her tits, running a finger over each nipple until the sensation grew past the point of comfort. Then she rubbed them some more. Alex imagined herself sitting across from her boss. They were in her boss's office, at her desk, but Alex was the one in control, able to make her boss do whatever Alex wanted. Alex made her boss get undressed until all she had on were heels. And then Alex made her crawl, push up Alex's skirt, and lick her until Alex came. When Alex was done, she had her boss call in another co-worker, and Alex watched her suck his cock. She had her boss do it again, and again, and a Fuck! Alex clutched at the sheets like a lifeline, waiting for the pulsing in her cunt to subside. She hadn't been paying enough attention. She'd almost come. After her late start, that would have been the cherry on top. Her stomach clenched at the reminder of what she had to do, and the ache in her pelvis instantly quelled. She sent Bryce a picture and a description and almost stopped there. After all, Bryce hadn't asked what Alex was doing or why she hadn't texted. Bryce didn't know what Alex had done. No, she couldn't shake the need to confess, to ask forgiveness. With stiff fingers, Alex sent one more message. I cheated.
What do you mean, pretty girl? Alex pouted. She hated having to tell Bryce she'd messed up. She should have lied, but even if Bryce wouldn't have known Alex had disobeyed, Alex would have. And no matter the game, Alex wanted to be good, especially when she was the only one keeping herself accountable. I started late, sir. I'm sorry. I lost track of time, and I'm sorry. Her cheeks heated with the admission of wrongdoing. She knew Bryce wouldn't actually be mad, but logic didn't stop Alex's brain and body from tensing in anticipation. She hated being bad, hated it worse when she hadn't meant to be. Alex worried her bottom lip, seconds feeling like hours, before three dots popped under the screen. Well then, you're such a good girl for telling me, but that doesn't mean this can go unpunished, does it? Alex shook her head. Mouth twisted to the side, even though Bryce couldn't see. No, sir. Next time you touch yourself, I want you to wear the nipple clamps. Put them on five minutes before you start. Don't take them off until after you've sent me your picture and description. Alex let out a slow breath, a trickle of fear crawling up her spine. The clamps hurt. A lot. But Bryce was right. Alex deserved it. It could have been worse. Noon. Fuck, said Alex, breathing through her nose and out through her mouth as she acclimated to the sharpness of the clamps. She hadn't worn them in weeks, and she'd forgotten how painful they were. It was probably her mind protecting itself from the memory, because holy crap, why had Alex bought these? Oh yeah. She sighed as the steady dose of pain and endorphins pumping through her system made her lightheaded. That was why. Alex eased into bed, careful not to jostle the clamps as she laid down and picked through her brain for a new fantasy to use. Or perhaps something old. She grinned as images played across the inside of her head. It was her favorite fantasy. The one she came to again and again as fingers rubbed tight circles over her clit. Bryce sat apart from Alex, patted the inside of her thigh, said, Come. It was obvious Alex wasn't meant to walk across the room, so she dropped to all fours and crawled on hands and knees. She came to a stop between Bryce's jean-clad legs, sat back on her heels, and rested her cheek against Bryce's thigh. She breathed the smell of Bryce deep into her lungs. Bryce was fully clothed against Alex's nakedness until Bryce unbuttoned and unzipped her pants, opened them enough to pull out her cock. Even then, she made Alex wait. Only when Bryce deemed Alex desperate and patient enough was Alex allowed to suck her cock. Alex played it on a loop, her submission and Bryce's control over and over again, until she came to the edge quicker than she'd thought possible. The pain of the clamps was insistent, but with her vibrator on her clit, it was more pleasure than pain. Or rather, pleasure accentuated and brought to a finer point by the pain lining its presence. She hadn't noticed how loudly she was moaning until she forced her hand away from herself. Fuck. 
the dull thrum of continually stopping before she came was becoming as painful as the clamps themselves, a burning sensation that promised to go away if Alex let herself finish. She bit her lip, focusing on the pain instead. She'd made it this far. She wasn't about to mess up now. Alex took a deep breath and snapped a picture, putting her frustration into her pouting mouth. It was the only part of her face Bryce would see, because Alex's tits and the nipple clamps were front and center. Bryce liked seeing Alex's pain, liked when Alex hurt herself when Bryce wasn't there to leave the bruises herself. Alex hit send and typed out the description to go along with it, the pain in her nipples growing sharper now that she wasn't touching herself. It took everything in her not to send another message, begging Bryce to let her come. What if Bryce decided that meant Alex wasn't allowed to come at all? She groaned as the possibility of such severe denial flooded her. It was tricky, wanting the game to last longer, even while begging for it to end. To distract herself from asking for release, Alex removed one clamp and then the other, gasping at the sharp pain that shot through her. Fuck, whispered Alex, drawn out under her breath. The telltale vibration of her phone came a moment later, and she snatched it up. Breathing shallowly through her nose, Alex waited for the wave of discomfort to pass as she read the message. You've been so good. When you bring yourself to the edge next time, I want you to fall over it. Record yourself. Her frustrated pout turned into a grin. Thank God. Gratitude flooded through her in that way it could, only when Bryce had withheld what Alex wanted, past the point she thought she was capable of enduring. The next hour couldn't come soon enough. One o'clock p.m. She thought it'd be fast, but now that she was allowed to come, Alex wanted it to last. Wanted to use more than fingers and vibrator. Wanted to feel everything. Alex rooted around in the box by her bed, pulling out her quartz dildo. The one that held her heat better than her body. And laid it beside her as she settled into the sheets. The hours before this had been quick and rough, no foreplay, just a vibrator or finger on her clit to bring her to the edge again and again. This time, she'd showered beforehand, put on lotion, warmed herself up before crawling into place. Fumbling for her phone, Alex navigated to the recorder app while her other hand drifted across her stomach and down her sides, fingers feather light against her skin. She set the phone on her chest, the coolness of metal a welcome sensation, and pressed play. Recording herself felt like being watched, and a new heat built in her stomach at the thought. She liked it when Bryce watched. Alex's voice took on a different urgency as she turned on the vibrator, sighing as it connected with her clit. She rested it there for a moment, her other hand grabbing her tits, pulling her nipples, massaging the skin where thigh met cunt. She dipped one finger and then another into herself, so slick from a day of want that she could barely feel them inside herself. She moaned as they curled upward, rubbing against her favorite spot as the vibrator brought her closer to coming. Shit! 
breathed Alex, pulling away the vibrator to stop the first crest toward orgasm. She grabbed the cold dildo, sliding it into her cunt and inhaling sharply at the temperature difference. She imagined it was Bryce's cock instead and whined deep in her throat at the image of Bryce between her legs. Alex licked and sucked and bit down hard on her hand, imagining they were Bryce's fingers just as much as the dildo was Bryce's cock. Fuck, fuck, fuck! whispered Alex, voice climbing higher with each obscenity. Leaving the dildo inside herself, she focused on her clit, pulling the vibrator away from herself again and again, each time she got too close to finishing. She didn't want to come yet, but it was building too fast, and Alex barely lasted a moment before she had to pull away. Her hand dropped from her mouth to her throat, and she wrapped her fingers around her neck, as the tension in her core built one final time. Alex let the wave take her. She screamed as it crested, the volume tampered only by the pressure of her hand against her throat. It was a half-choked thing as her hips bucked, liquid gushing from her as the dildo came free. She rode out the orgasm until all she could do was softly whine. Turning off the vibrator, Alex dropped it, soaking onto her stomach. Fuck. Alex breathed deeply, trying to catch her breath and calm the shiver in her limbs. When she started laughing, she couldn't stop, just laughed and laughed with the joy of release. Turning off the recorder, Alex took a picture of her blissed out face, quickly falling toward contented exhaustion, and sent it to Bryce with a description and the audio file. Thank you, sir. Alex drifted in the post-orgasm haze for a while before her phone buzzed. Grinning, she rolled over and pulled up her message. Such a good girl. See what you can do when you put your mind to it? Can't wait to see you next week. Alex snuggled under her comforter, smile firmly affixed as exhaustion overtook her. Burying her head in her pillow, she pulled the covers over herself and settled in for a well-deserved afternoon nap. Yeah, today could have definitely been worse. Another late night strike, bored early morn Flight of the navigator, animated porn Dilapidated cornucopias, fabricated phobias Blowing dust, nobody but us us as we club VIP, pump grind and lean, bump life is speed, jump high and scream till all the eyes bleed. Keep talking, baby. Old Diana sleep. Alright, Lurid listeners, we hope you guys enjoyed the show. That was Tracing the Edge by Louise Kane. You can follow Louise Kane on Twitter at Louise underscore Kane underscore. And don't forget, you guys, we have been super busy. We've got a lot available for you now in Audible. We have completed numerous audiobook projects. First, as we're featuring today, coming soon, Women's Orgasm Erotica, edited by Rachel Kramer Bustle. Tag us in a tweet, follow us, and you'll get a free one. We've also finished In Medias Res, You in the Midst of Things, that is published by Stupid Fish Productions, edited by me. And that one is friggin' awesome. I do encourage you to check that one out. It is second-person point of view. Very rarely done and 
more magnificent than I I thought it could be. Uh, it was a wonderful adventure. We've also got Best Women's Erotica of the Year, Volume 7, on the way, Big Book of Orgasms, Volume 2, and our very own Erotica for Men, Volume 2. And also, we are quite proud to announce that we have also available Insatiable Wives, Women Who Stray and the Men Who Love Them, written by Dr. David Lay, Ph.D. This book is our first um, adventure into nonfiction narration, and we're quite proud of it. And we hope that you guys uh, will check it out and, and grab yourselves a copy. It is jam-packed with helpful information. Uh, Even if you're not in the lifestyle yeah. of, of hot wifing. And or cuckolding. Yeah. yeah. Even if even if you just want to know what the heck is that about. Like we did when we mm, first heard we're about like, it. What? <laughs> <laughs> There's also more stuff in there. It talks about all kinds of stuff. Monogamy, non-monogamy. Um uh, the, swingers, um, the limitless, I, yes. the limitless <laughs> female sexual potential. That's the That's big the note. core of yeah. the whole damn thing. Women's sexual capacity. Exactly. I had no idea just how female-led cuckolding, the world of cuckolding, was. And it makes perfect sense. But you know. <laughs> Until you know, you don't know. Yeah, so if you're a student of sexuality at all, I think you'll enjoy this book. It's yeah. got all kinds of great stuff in it. So go to Audible, grab a copy of Coming Soon, In Medias Res, or Insatiable Wives. Hell, grab all three. The holidays are coming. I know you've got some friends who might want one of them. Yep. We've also got Best Women's Erotica of the Year, Volume 7, on the way. Big Book of Orgasms, Volume 2, and our very own Erotica for Men. Volume 2. Stay tuned. If you aren't following us on Twitter already, please do so right now so that you don't miss out on any of our audiobook giveaways. If you want more sexy stories and would like to support the show, go to Amazon, iTunes, or Audible and search Rose Caraway. Please do remember to leave us a review so that more lured listeners just like you can find us. Audio production by Big Daddy Dave Caraway. The KMQ would like to thank the following musical artists. Chris Zabriskie, Broke MC, and the KMQ introduction music by Vivich. The Kiss Me Quicks Erotica podcast is a Stupid Fish production and is brought to you by Coming Soon, Women's Orgasm Erotica, edited by Rachel Kramer Bussell. Stupid fish. He nipped at her lips as they came together, his cum staining his light blue jeans. His cum staining his light blue jeans. His cum staining his light blue jeans. His cum staining his light blue jeans.